Hello, hello, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies, and welcome to the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. This evening, or whenever you are listening to it, uh, if you're listening to it live with us, it is this evening, I'm joined by Jill Stanton, who is someone I massively respect in the space of course creation and just being a kick-ass woman. Uh, so Jill, thank you and welcome to the podcast. I am so delighted you're here. This has been a conversation I've been wanting to have for such a long time. Uh, so, you know, I'm just delighted you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to jam with you and to really dig into all things mindset and courses and make money. So let's let's hit it. Well, let's start there. I mean, it's so many times <laughs> when women talk about money, they kind of freak out, you know? And I'll tell you a funny story. When I was raising money for Tech Pixies, I did a pitch to two different people, one group in London and one group in Oxford. And we had a couple men in the room. And one of the men who is a friend of mine, but he, he filmed my pitch. And afterwards he said, look, I just want to show you this one part of your pitch. And I said, what was that? And he said, the part when you started talking about money. And he said, mm. your body physically shrunk. And he showed me the video. And I went from kind of being confident and proud. And then suddenly I was talking about money and I just went like this and I became small because I was so uncomfortable wow. about money. And, um, and my money journey has been shared very widely within the tech fix community, not necessarily outside of it as much, but I, I found a bunch of amazing books that helped me. One of them was mm -hmm. the illusion of money by Kyle Cease. But when I, I started, that. when I started working with you, you had read a whole bunch of books along that line. I think you're one of the premier experts in money mindset uh, in the world and particularly for women. So why is it that women have such a hard time talking about money? And, and, mm. and, and can you share a bit of your journey? Conditioning, right? Like we are taught that's not what nice girls do. That's not what good girls do. We're supposed to be polite. We're supposed to, you know, serve our family and our community and our husbands and everyone else but us first. And I just call a whole bunch of BS on that <laughs> because I remember like, my parents were teachers um, and I remember one of my first most pivotal moments or memories about money was when I was six, we were in my basement and my mom, my parents were teachers. And at that time, this is like the eighties. <laughs> Teachers didn't get paid over summer break. And so this was like the end of August and we were down in the, like near the deep freezer and she pulled out, like she used to make pre-make all this food and like freeze it so that we'd have food over the summer because they wouldn't get paid. And she pulled out this like casserole dish or something. And she was like, this is our last meal. Now she didn't mean logic, like, actually our last meal for forever but i was six and there was no context there and so i assigned a meaning of oh my god that's our last meal money's hard to come by there's never enough of it there's not more where that came from and it just started this like underlying belief system that money's hard to make or if you spend it it won't always come back to you or there's never enough of it or you know just um rich people are greedy or us versus them you know they have it so easy or in order to make a lot of money you have to work really hard or you have to be greedy or selfish all of these disempowering meanings that are attached to money which is crazy because as i explore it more and if you believe in universal energy, I personally do, but if you believe in God, a higher power, whatever, spirit source, whatever it is for you, 
you know that like when we are really in our flow, when we are really living our purpose, when we are creating work that means something to us and makes a dent in the world, just magic flows into our life, right? And the way I've come to view this, actually it was um, from a book, a three-part book called Conversations with God. I don't know if you've ever listened to that, but it's so good. And in that book, God um, is saying, you know, when you are experiencing abundance and when you are living in your purpose, that is God expressing itself through you because we are living in a place of flow and ease and abundance and magic and life wants to express itself. Life wants to experience abundance. Life wants to experience magic. Life wants to make a lot of money, make a huge debt in the world, you know, do whatever we want to do. Um, and so really unlearning what I had previously learned that again, hard work equals success. That was a big one. I personally had to unwire because my dad always said that to me, like, if you want to be successful, you have to work really hard. And I remember the first, sorry if I'm jumping all around, but now that I'm on a roll, um, I remember our first big like 100K profit launch in 2016. And it was the easiest money we had ever made. It just flowed. It was so like, we worked a lot for it in the beginning, but once it was rolling, it was just like, we were in the flow, man. And I had this full on internal implosion afterwards. I could not rectify how we made so much money so easily and it really challenged all these like um ingrained beliefs i had that it had to come difficult or it had to be hard or you had to struggle or you had to hustle or you had to grind to make money and that's a very like dude approach right um and i've had a lot of experience with your amazing community of women and so many of them want to leave those stories behind right so many of them are like i'm so cool to be done with that because it no longer serves me like i remember um shell lachelle lachelle right she has such a huge mission but i remember her having to unwire like a lot of just stories about money that we're no longer serving her because she has this huge dent she wants to make in the world. And as she started getting out of her own way, just things start happen happening for her, right? And if Shell's listening or if she's watching or whatever, like mad props to her, because I know she's like on a roll right now. But none of that really happens until you start acknowledging what you currently believe under the surface, right? Because not all, we're not always aware of it, right? But so this, I, I think, Jill, wait, we got to stop for one second because I got to okay. go back. There's one thing we got to <laughs> stop and go back to. And that is that you said that concept of hard work pays off. And and someone mm -hmm. said to me, and it was probably you, and, and I'm sure it's you actually, but it was like, if that was true, then everyone who worked hard would have boatloads of money, mm -hmm. right? And the reality is people work really hard and they still don't have money. So that adage, that old adage that we all hear from everybody, if you work hard, you'll, you'll have money, you know, it, hard work pays off. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't actually hold true. So what's yeah. the new adage? What do you replace that with? Well, I think the first part is like, start identifying, like, who do you know who works really hard and still yet still doesn't have that much money? Right. And do you want to consciously believe that as a capital T truth? And then you can take that current belief that you have that awareness because all change happens with awareness and start assigning a new meaning like um like money is easy 
Money gives me options. Money's fun to make. Money's exciting. I can work less, earn more. The more I make, the more I can give back. Like you can assign whatever meaning feels right to you, right? Like when good people make good money, they do great things. That's one thing Chris Harder always says. I love it. Um, and really starting to assign these upgraded beliefs around money, right? Um, if you've ever listened to T. Harv Eker in Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, he says, <laughs> money's like a lubricant. It allows you to slide through life. So I always just put that out there to the ladies because I'm like, right? <laughs> That's such a guy thing to say. Well, but you know what I loved about Kyle Cease's book, which you've read, is the, the illusion mm -hmm. of money. He talks about think about money like a friend. You know, if you if you think about if you're if when you think about money, you're scared, you're anxious, you're yes. worried, you're nervous. Is that a friend you want to hang out with versus a friend yes. who's exciting, fun to be around, gives you opportunities? You know, and, and actually really, really examining your relationship with money and deciding, do I have a good relationship or a bad relationship? And what's that based on? Because very often it's based on a lot of stuff you had no control over from when you were a child. But mm -hmm. now you're an adult and you've got to figure this stuff out on your own because you can't keep blaming, you know, you can't blame your parents forever <laughs> for everything. Yeah. Eventually and, you know, that's going to get We out. all do it. We all do it. And reality is that it's generational, right? So you've got to, you've mm -hmm. got to step up and you go, I am responsible for my life and I am responsible for my decisions. I am the thinker of my thoughts. I can think mm -hmm. new thoughts and I can change the way that I, that I live. So that's something I've learned from you for sure. And I would say that that is one of the most key traits of a successful entrepreneur is they take responsibility across the board for their life. And not just like, I am responsible for everything. Responsibility, your ability to choose your own response to any given situation or circumstance you find yourself in. Because a lot of people, at least the ones who struggle, will abdicate that responsibility, right? They'll complain or they'll blame others or they'll justify why they don't have what they want. And one thing I wanted to go back to when you were saying, you know, how would you treat your best friend or would you want to hang out with them? I also look at like when you try to white knuckle money. Or when you're like, I need to make money right now, or I need this to work, or I have to make money. The neediness of that, you're operating like a clingy first date. And no one wants to go on a second date with a clingy first date because you're just operating from this place of desperation and money runs the F away from that kind of energy because the underlying focus behind that energy is um, the absence of money, right? Not a firm belief that you will make more of it, but the worrying that it's not coming or it's not here yet, or it's not working, or I don't have enough money, or, you know, like there's not more where that came from. And when you focus on that, you repel money. Even if you think you're focusing on making money, but really you're just like, well, I need to make money because I don't have any. Your focus is on the not having of the money. And so that the universe or God hears that and he, he's like, okay, cool. Or it hears that. I don't know why I said a he, but they hear that. And they're like, cool, this chick is focusing on not having money. So I'm going to go ahead and do her a solid and bring her more circumstances and situations for her to not have money because what we what we put out there, we attract, right? And so it's just constantly vibing off the, the energy we're putting out there and then bringing more of it into our life. So 
Well, let's let's shift here for a second because I want to talk about something that is dear to my heart, which is your course creators boot camp. Yes. So I love your course creators boot camp. I recommend it to my students all the time. And you and I have both uh, both had very successful businesses in the course creation space. Mm -hmm. And I think for women, this is a massive market that they can jump into, um, being able to 100%. create courses. And of course like the pandemic as awful as it is, has also opened up this incredible world of opportunity for women to go online and take their businesses online and reach much more than their local community. And course creation is just one of the fantastic ways that women can do that. But so many women are teachers, uh, teachers of yoga, teachers of crochet, teachers of um, ukulele, right? Of teachers yes, of- Yes, Amanda. Of, yeah, there's so many things that you can teach. You can teach opera singing, you can teach the flute, you can teach, mm -hmm. there's like a million things you could teach. And, you know, obviously I teach social media and neuro coaching, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you've been teaching all sorts of different things, but let's let's talk about Course Creators Bootcamp and why, uh, Why? well, I know why it's fabulous, but you, tell us why it's fabulous and tell us what people are gonna get out of it if they decide to do it. Yeah, I think the biggest part is you're you're so right. The whole world went online last year, right? This whole space that we've been operating in, which feels big to us, but in the grand scheme is actually quite small, just went mainstream last year, which means the entire world, or most of the world is now becoming more hip to learning online, e-learning, courses, Zoom, you know, all these things, all these ways of getting knowledge and expertise and skills. Um, and it's normalizing this way of, of learning and, and getting results for people. And so why I love helping course creators is because so many people think that in order to make money online, you have to like have an Amazon business or do one-on-one -on -one services or sell something physical, but you can take the knowledge and experience you already have and package it into a course, a coaching program, a workshop series, an accelerator. Like there are so many ways for you to take the knowledge, experience, skills, know-how, passion you already have and use it to make a dent in someone's life. Use it to help them get a result around a certain transformation they're looking to achieve or around a certain skill set they're looking to build or a certain goal they're looking to hit. And the reason I love these um, courses, whether they're signature programs, intro offers, workshop series, accelerators, coaching programs, whatever it is, is it allows you to have a direct impact on someone's life in a topic specific way. And so what we do in the boot camp is Josh, especially like, my husband and I are a duo, right? So we we tag team this boot camp. Um, so I do morning mindset every single day in there. Now, I promise if you do join, it'll be much more structured than me going down a freaking rabbit hole, talking to my friend, join. So, but every single day we start busting down these limiting beliefs and these roadblocks and these invisible obstacles that so many up and coming entrepreneurs face. So we do talk about identifying our current beliefs and what we want to believe about money. We go into imposter syndrome. We go into the fear of selling, um, fear of judgment, fear of promoting yourself, how to think about money to make more of it. Um, things like responsibility, things like playing to win. That's a big one. And I learned that from you. You said, are you playing... What did you say? Are you playing to win, win or are you playing to not lose? Yeah, that's, that's like my life mantra. 
I love I that. Josh said that to me back in 2019, we were in a promotion and I was all up in my head and tell me if you guys have ever um, done this to yourself when you're about to put something out there or if you are, you know, in your head about something or, you know, you want to do a launch and you're like, will it work? Is this going to flop? What will people think of me? You know, should I really do this? Should I put this out there? Should I run these ads? Should I do this? And you just sit there and should on yourself. And I remember Josh saying to me as I was going down this spiral, well, are you playing to win? Are you playing to not lose? And I, I was just like, holy hell. That hit me like a ton of bricks. And the minute he said that to me, I was like, I was going this way. And then he said that. And I'm like, now I'm going this way. It was just such a fundamental shift for me. And I realized in those mo in that moment, like most of my life, I had been playing to not lose right? Doing just enough, right? Tell me if anyone who's watching right now, how many times have you done just enough or made just enough to pay your bills or cover your expenses, right? Or reached out to someone, but not really followed up. Or, you know, you went to kind of like what you were saying before with um, talking about money joy and you started to shrink, right? So you were perfectly confident doing your presentation and talking about everything. But when it came to the topic of money, you were like, Meh and you kind of shrunk, right? That's playing to not lose. It's doing just enough to get by. And really, when you want to create magic in your life, you have to play to win. You have to be committed to the follow through, be committed to creating success, be committed to creating wealth, be committed to creating results for your customers. Um, and so really, we dive deep into the playing to win topic. And we do kind of some exercises and some back and forth. My um, mindset is very interactive in those my mindset sessions is very interactive. And it's my favorite thing that we do. And then Josh's stuff is all strategy. So we do the inner game and the outer game. So Josh's stuff goes through identifying your dream customer for your specific offer that we're outlining. We talk about niche. We talk about the name, the promise of your offer. We dive into the price. We dive into outlining the actual modules and everything that you will be teaching. We go through creating a bonus stack so that people are like, shut up and take my money. And then we go through refund policy, guarantee, and we wrap it up with like a badass way to sell it every single time. And the amount of people who have gone through this boot camp and had these insane results just off the top of my head. So the Parkins had a $25,000 launch teaching the ukulele. Magnus is a mandolin instructor. He had a 27 or $28,000 launch. Glennis is an acting coach. She did a $38,000 launch. Um, Serena is a coach for bookkeepers. She just did a $19,000 launch. Um, who else? Tanya is a coach for photographers. She just did a $26,000 launch, but she's done it three times now. So she's just at the, like, I think she's at like 93,000. Tara is a coach for creatives. She's done this four times now. And like the process we teach for selling it. And she's at like a hundred, 101,000 for the year. Like there's so many people just killing it. Ido. Oh my gosh. He teaches people um, how to fundraise for startups. He did his first ever pop-up group and bootcamp, like what we teach for how to sell your bootcamp or excuse me, how to sell your course. And he did a $250,000 launch on his first ever promotion. Like the results that these people are getting going through the bootcamp. If you've ever struggled with outlining an offer and putting it out there and having people actually 
perk up, pay attention, and then join, please come join this bootcamp because it really is this immersive experience where we work together to help you outline this course, get this offer dialed in, and give you a persuasive and just experiential way of selling it. So we talk a lot about pop-up groups in there and really going through creating these live experiences for oh, people yeah, no, that they just can't get enough of. We got to talk about the pop-up group here for a second, yeah. because that's actually how I ended up in your world. Because yeah. I had been trying to run pop-up groups for my social media supercharge programs, but I was... I never could make the pop-up group work. Mm -hmm. and, and and quite frankly, the few times I tried, I was like, this is not working for me. So I'm just not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I found you guys uh, mm -hmm. and I came on your course creators uh, book. Well, it was a, the pre-version of it, but the, 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 where I learned about pop-up groups. Anyway, I took immediately because I was in the middle of it. I decided at the last minute, I, I thought, you know what? if Jill and Josh, uh, if I do what Jill and Josh tell me to do, it'll probably work. So I'll just try it. And I just thought, well, you know, worst case scenario, I try it and it doesn't work because it hasn't worked before. Best case scenario, I try it and it does work. And um, it was amazing. And we had, um, I mean, it's a very special group. We call it the, you know, like the famous, the infamous cohort 21. It was the last <laughs> time we kind of did cohorts, but it, I mean, we had over 120 women come in after that program. Oh, it was cool. unbelievable. And I was, and what was really cool was I was in the middle of it and I was, we were going through this boot camp and I was reporting in every day. And it was like, I had like my own personal cheerleading squad. Yes. Yeah, because everyone that's, in the group was so supportive. That I'm so glad you talked about that because that's the magic of these boot camps is everyone's in working on the same thing, and we do especially in the VIP experience. We have micro masterminds and breakout groups and all this stuff, and we really try to foster this badass connection and community because it really is only a 10 day experience. We say it's a five day course creators boot camp, but we have like pre party and then we have after party. And there's so many other elements to it. We also have um, daily action threads, implementation threads, where our coaches are, are giving feedback to every single person who posts their homework that day. Because we don't want you to just come into the boot camp and be like, cool, this was a great experience. Thanks for the info. No. We're not just about the information. We're mostly about the implementation. We want you getting results. And so every single day we have an action thread and our coaches are giving feedback every single day. And then in the after party, we also have these things that we call POMOs, which are virtual co-working sessions so that you guys can come on, we can co-work together. You can get feedback so that you can really start to build momentum with the offer you've designed in the bootcamp. It really is such a cool, special experiences. No, it's so cool. I, I, I really had never seen or experienced anything like it. And we very much implement that with our, our social media supercharge. But you know, it's, it, it's such a special experience the way you guys do it. And I feel so, so blessed to have learned how to do that from you guys and have been able to. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing too, that's really special about it is, we, you know, I looked at our stats last night, we had um, 2000, uh, 2,199 people in the Facebook group. And get this, Jill, in the 10 days we were running it, just like you do, the 10 days, we mm -hmm. had 2,177 active participants. How is that even a thing? <laughs> a thing. And we actually did it. And and I said, well, that's 98.9%. And someone said, Joy, I think you ought to just round that up to 99%. <laughs> yeah, like that, that uptake, that engagement is unheard of in a promotion right?
that's why I'm so obsessive about pop-up groups because they are the, especially right now, they are the closest thing to a live event we can all get, right? So since we can't hang offline, we might as well have these virtual experiences online that feel like the next best thing. People meet business partners in there. They meet their friends in there. Like it really is this dynamic, cool experience. And every single time you invite tech pixies in there, like they're just the way they show up and cheer each other on. And like the way you show up for them in that group too, like they have their own hashtag and they talk on the lives together. And like everyone is in there and not only just like, in a clicky way, they're also supporting all the other members in there as well. Like, it's not just like, oh, you're either in the tech pixies or you're out. They're just this warm, engaging, supportive crew of women who come in and love on the other members. And so I always love any chance that we get to to engage with the tech pixies. And oh have my God, that, that is, that's the definition of a tech pixie. Well, you know, so true. the it's word, so we, our value set is in the word sparkle. So supportive, positive, authentic relationships with women who are keen to learn and want to be empowered. So that's oh, our- I love that. That's our value set. I love that. All right, I now that. I want to talk about something else. So uh, let me just say, if you want to uh, join Jill and Josh and myself, because I always go through it because it's amazing yep. to go through uh, on their Course Creators Bootcamp, you can you can sign up on the wait list at techpixies.com forward slash CCB. Um, mm -hmm. And I definitely think you should be doing that. Also, what I want to talk about is now you and Josh have been doing stuff together for a very long mm -hmm. time. You're a duo, as you said, uh, but you also have had this kind of desire to test the waters with, you know, your your own thing. So let, <laughs> let's talk about your own thing. What are you up to and and why is it so important? Yeah. So I I struck out on my own this year in January. Um, it's called the Millionaire Girls Club. And it is essentially a community for, well, no, it's not a community. It's currently a podcast and an Instagram <laughs> and then like one-on-one -on -one coaching. I don't have a community yet, but we're starting with the IG. I'm still getting my stuff together, but I didn't want to sit there and wait for it to be perfect because this message matters so much to me. I don't know if you've ever struggled with this joy, but I have certainly struggled to find empowering, supportive female friendships. Um, for years from grade five to grade 13. This really dates me because I was the last class to ever have grade 13 in Canada. Um, so for what, like nine formative years of my life, I was mercilessly bullied. Like I had 40 chicks surround me in my car and like shake my car. I was locked in bathrooms. I had stuff spray painted on the walls about me at school. People would like egg my house. Like they, it was ridiculous. And so I've always had these very strained female friendships. Like I've just never had friendships in my life where I felt supported, where they felt like they have my back. There's no jealousy. They're empowered, that kind of stuff. And I was like, I know these women exist. I want to create experiences for them to connect because I know I'm not the only chick who has struggled with friends, either just like like just subtly undermining what they're trying to do in the world or being jealous or talking behind their back or saying little snide comments or being passive aggressive. You know, like if you guys have ever dealt with that, you know what I'm talking about, right? It can really chip away at your experience, at your spirit. And I've been fortunate enough to intentionally build friendships with badass women who lift each other up. And so I wanted to create 
this brand for women who are looking to make millions and create badass friendships. And so that's the Millionaire Girls Club. We focus heavily on all things in our game, but it really is just um, a place where you can connect with other badass women. I'm going to start doing community mixers um, called MGC Mixers as a way for me to bring together all the women who want to connect in a more meaningful way, um, figure out, learn more about each other, figure out how we can collab and support each other and really just create like start to normalize women supporting, lifting up and empowering other women, cheering know, them think, on, collabing. I think this comes from like, I think there's two things here. There's two really important conversations that you're addressing. One is the, is the unapologetic conversation that women have the right to become financially independent and rock at it. Yes. That's the first conversation. Okay unapologetic it's okay to be unapologetic about making money and to be a superstar at it right and mm -hmm. and we we're like you said in the very beginning of this conversation we are not conditioned that way we have been conditioned mm -hmm. a totally different direction the other conversation which is around women supporting women or lack thereof over the years i think has a lot to do with how hard women had to fight to get to the top and when they mm. got, you know, you think in the women in the 1980s, in the 1970s, in the 1960s, and even the 1990s, if you were in corporate world and working your way up, you had to fight freaking hard to mm -hmm. get in those positions. And the last thing you wanted to do was lose that to somebody else. And so Amen. I do think that's very much a result of that. I think now that there's a little bit more security at the top for women, you know, you look at people um, you know, just incredibly impressive women who are running companies and who've built up massive leadership teams of women, then you can start to see that they, that it's almost like, it's almost like that edge has come off because now they know that if they support other women, they can build up a whole team of people that, you know, are now, you know, not just men, but men and women. And you've got the diversity factor as well, which is really mm -hmm. important. And I, I think when, I think it's almost like, it's almost like we're at a place and a position where the edge, you don't have to have that rough edge anymore because yes. you can you can take on the ab abundance mindset versus scarcity. You are big on abundance mindset. Let's talk about that because helping another woman move forwards or recommending a, co a competitor to someone because they're not right for you, you know, abundance mindset you is a very different thing than scarcity mindset so let's talk about that oh, because 100%. a woman with abundance mindset will help another woman a woman with a woman, scarcity mindset won't yeah truth a woman with an abundance mindset is unstoppable truly because she knows that nothing can stop her other than her own thoughts right and an abundance mindset is simply operating from a place of things are always working out for me like one thing I, one um, habit I make a point of in my life, and I don't always get it right. I'll totally own that. I probably get it right like 75% of the time, but it's made a world of difference in my life for what I've attracted into my life and just how I operate in the world is every single morning when I realize I am consciously awake, I make it a point to choose my, my first thought, consciously choose my first thought. And mine is always, I'm the type of chick who gets everything she wants. To me, that is an abundance mindset because if my boxes are ticked and if I am taking care of myself, then I'm a better mother, I'm a better husband. <laughs> no, I'm a better wife to my husband. <laughs> I'm a better friend. I'm a better leader. I'm a better coach. 
You know what I mean? I'm a better supporter. I'm, I lift women up more and I show up in a bigger way to support the people that I'm meant to serve. And so operating from a place of abundance is simply a deep knowing that everything is always working out for you and expecting magic. That's one it's on my phone. It's like my screensaver expect magic always because when you operate from a place of expecting magic, magic finds you. Your life just becomes this endless series of magical moments and just like little universe winks and you'll walk through life just experiencing flow. That's one of the best things a woman can do, I say. Oh my gosh. This is like such a powerful conversation. <laughs> um, I, I just, I knew how powerful this conversation was going to be. And I also, I, I feel like every woman in the world who has any, any ounce of her that wants to become financially independent, any ounce mm. of her that wants a bigger life, that she needs to know that if she was waiting for someone to give her permission she no longer needs to wait. The only person who has to give her her permission is herself. Yes. And 100%. I percent. you are such proof of that. And, you know, and I, it gives me chills because I just, I feel so lucky that I, I met you and I've gotten to work with you and I've gotten to see you just, you know, bless so many beautiful lives. And, you know, you've got an incredible team that you've built up around you as well. And, you know, Josh, Josh is pretty cool too. You know, we like him. Forget him. Let's just keep going about me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, and I just want to say you are a great example of that too, Joy. The way you lift your people up, the way you show up for people, the kind of friend you are, the kind of brand you're building, the way you show up in the world, you are a perfect example of that as well. So I just want to acknowledge you as well, because you are the epitome of that. Well, and I learned it from you. So, you know, and I always say you got to do the work, right? Someone can teach yeah. you it, but you've actually got to take what you've learned and apply it. And, you know, I had a great teacher and I think, you know, there's a couple mentors in my life um, who've been just outstanding women and you're one of them. Mm -hmm. And I think it just uh, is so important to find them and really important to find people who believe like you and I do that the more the merrier, you know, the more yes. women we can bring into the millionaire girls club, you know, you yes. know my opinion about the word girls. I'm not going to give that to you, but <laughs> the more <laughs> women we can bring into the millionaire range and be unapologetic about it, the better, yeah. you know, Amen 100%. And, and I really vibe with the whole, like giving yourself permission, like not waiting anymore. I think that is just something we were so conditioned to. It was ingrained in us, but that those days are long gone. Right. Like, like you were saying, just truly being unapologetic about it. And I think the real, and then I'll shut up. I promise. I know I keep going on about this, but the real underlying thing of that waiting for permission or not wanting to rock the boat too much is simply a fear of judgment. What will people think of me if, right. But what would it look like for you to just do it, to allow people to truly see you? To allow them to see you going for it. To allow them see you chase something that matters to you, right? I think that when you can step into that, magic unfolds because you are no longer held hostage or gripped by the fear of what someone else might think or say about you. Because here's the truth. Anyone who is hating on you, anyone who is trying to chip away at your confidence, anyone who is subtly undermining you is never doing it because it's, it's never about you, right? 
It's always about them. It's always a reflection of what they've got going on. And the fact that you are shining so bright is simply triggering the fact that they will not take that risk themselves. They will not give themselves that permission or their own permission to shine as bright, to go after what they want, to do something that matters to them. And so I just encourage anyone who might have felt you know, oh, I don't want to rock the boat or I don't want to look like I'm conceited or full of myself or selfish or self-centered or, you know, whatever. I don't want to mess up on live Facebook live or zoom or whatever it is. The most powerful thing you could do for yourself is operate or lean into the discomfort and operate from outside of your comfort zone, because that is truly where the growth happens. And that is where you become the best version of yourself. Oh, absolutely. At 100%. And I, I, I'm just quickly looking up this quote. Um, I just can't get enough of this quote. This is, and I'm sure that you know this uh, as well. Our life coach, um, Teresa Klossner, who is just amazing. She's, she uh, is in our program at Social Media Magic, and she does all of the weekly life coaching calls on Wednesday. She shared this. It's Marianne Williamson. I don't know if you know this, this quote, but it, this is exactly what you just said. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are we not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't mm. feel insecure around you. We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I mean, doesn't everyone wish that they could throw up a prayer hand emoji right now? Like, I just so wish I had a prayer hand emoji right now because, or like a GIF that would really seal the deal for how I feel about that quote because I'm all like, yes, queen. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Um, right. I just want to say how lucky were we tonight mm. to have Jill here. If you're watching this live or if you're listening on this podcast, I know people are like running and jumping up and down. Like if I was running <laughs> and I was listening to this podcast, I would be so pumped up right now because that's what you do, Jill. You pump me up. And, and, I, and I wanted you to come on to talk to women about being unapologetically successful, unapologetically energized to become mm -hmm. that level 10, to make decisions out of that level 10. Um, Jill, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Joy. Thank you so really much for allowing me to jam with your chicks and having me here. And I just so appreciate your support and how you show up for everyone. Thank you, Joy. <laughs>